0: It's like you choose these places that you're like, oh, it's going to be easy and, and, you know, paradise. Right. Um, But I don't want to go somewhere that's that's tough. That's going to be not so easy to live at.
1: Hey everybody, welcome again to this week's episode of Kettering Connect, the weekly video cast where Pastor Andrea and I get to hang out, take a look at the scriptures and unpack them and apply them to life and answer your questions, which I know we both really appreciate um, that level of engagement. Yes. So um, yeah, so welcome to this week's episode, uh, Pastor Andrea Jacobson's, of course, our lead pastor here at Kettering Avenue Church will be with us to discuss and answer questions.
0: Yeah, and we do have some questions this time. We actually have plenty of them, which is so exciting because we get to talk about the questions. Right. Um, But this is Pastor Jason, and he is the young adult pastor and the youth pastor.
1: We're point. having we're having a good time. It's yes. very busy, but it's uh-huh. good. It's good. That's been great. Um, so last week you preached. Um, it was super fun out at some farm. Uh, you took a picture with the with the farmers, <laughs> yes. which um, I don't know if that's on Instagram or whatever. But I saw. I was like,
0: yeah. dude, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that so, was great. Super fun. I was fun. just
0: happy that they didn't give me the the sheep with the horns. that go like this.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the <laughs> rams? <they>
0: had those, <laughs> yes, the rams. Well, are you serious?
1: So <laughs> yes. like, you're like preaching. You're like, beep, 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 and all of a sudden this ram like. Ram, Like that would have been really... That would have been terrible. At one point, even
0: with the sheep that we had, I thought the sheep was just going to like keep backing into me. Um, And then one time the sheep like almost... Hit the bale, you know. The oh, yeah, day, yeah, the, that your Bible the, was the Bible on? on. Yeah, yeah. And then it was falling, so it was just like, right, ca- caught it right in time. <laughs> it was hilarious. I
1: think it's always a good idea to have children and animals involved in something because right? it's so yeah. unexpected. Like, they'll do the most yeah. random things. And that's what
0: Alan and yeah. Tim were saying that that's some that's the one thing that everybody says never involve children yeah, and animals. Right. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but the whatever. best
0: thing was also that some these sheep didn't really want to come into the pen. Oh. So the farmer had to drag them. And oh, one of them, he had to grab its legs in order to actually bring it into the pen. And it's just, it was just so. Did we get footage funny. of that?
1: Because I feel like that'd be amazing.
0: I don't think we did. Uh, but that yeah. was, they were just amazing. The the farmer and his wife were yeah. so kind and were just like, no, we're going to make this happen for you. Yeah. And the sheep really loved, especially the wife. And they said that the sheep follow her mm. wherever she goes yeah, yeah. so that she doesn't really have to put them on you know, on a, whatever, I wanted to say leash, but it's not a leash, whatever, uh, just to like yeah. take them somewhere. Yeah, they yeah. actually follow her around. And so I, I thought that was cool because it was a real life example of what we're of talking, what we're talking
1: about. about. And I like how you said that, um, the sheep like the wife, right? Yeah. Like they actually have a relationship right? mm-hmm. where they appreciate each other. So no, it was, yeah. it was really, it was good. Um, so all of that message came out of John 10. Yes. Uh, So this is where we are. So those of you keeping uh, track at home, we're going to pick it up. John chapter 10, we'll start in verse 1, talk about some stuff, and then answer your questions. Mm -hmm.
0: So I'll just start reading from verse 1 to 10, and then Mm -hmm. you can pick up from 11. Okay, cool. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I just want to stop here real quick because I didn't talk about this in the sermon, Mm -hmm. but it's, he's saying everybody who came before me. So every leader that has come before me is a thief and a robber, which obviously is not necessarily saying that those were bad leaders, but it is saying that nobody could equal Jesus. Uh Nobody is like Jesus. None of us are. No, that's a really good point. Um I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly.
1: So that text is like forever branded on my brain. Yeah. When I was out in Lomalinda, and anyone from Lomlinda, you know what I'm talking about. Um like so, Loma Linda. You know how, like, when it comes to Adventist academies, we always do abbreviations. So Loma Linda mm-hmm. Academy is LLA. So uh, when I was the pastor of the entire campus, uh, we turned LLA into "Live Life Abundantly," um, that is rooted in this text, um, right? Like Jesus leads leads us to a more great. abundant life, and the training. I like of that. Anyway, that. so I, I, mm-hmm. I just I love that that verse. It's super helpful. Okay, so yeah. moving on to verse eleven and on. So Jesus speaking, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. Yeah, that's what I would do. Um, yeah, me he too. will abandon <laughs> right I mean, that's scary. That's scary stuff. It just um,
0: amazes me that David actually fought those animals. I know, right? I mean, which
1: also which to Jesus's point like there's going to be a connection. So yeah, you're right. Um, he will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. That's interesting. Yes. A hired hand is not a shepherd.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. We'll have to come back to that. Um, mm-hmm. Verse 13, the hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. Like How many times yeah. like do you think in, in ministry or just in general, 90% of the battle is caring, right? Yeah. You just You got to love and That's care. It. Um, and it's
0: such a... I don't know what to call it. Maybe warning to all sure. of us leaders, right? Sure. That we are not just doing things because we get paid or because, like, this is my job. There's something in it for me, but yes, right. Yeah. But that I'm doing it because I care and caring as much as Jesus did. That's huge,
1: right? It, it's a tall order. <laughs> it's, just, yes. it's it's really. Ch- and that's the thing. Uh, I think we talked about it in a podcast once upon a time, or maybe it was in here. I don't remember. We mm-hmm. we talk a lot, but. um, Like, following Jesus, if we actually listen to what he says, it's really hard. Yeah. Like, it's super challenging. Like, love our enemies? Yeah. That's that's difficult. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, So, I'm the good shepherd, which is also Mm -hmm. what you were talking about in the sermon. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me, just as my Father knows me, and I know the Father. So, I sacrifice my life for the sheep. This part is fascinating. I have other sheep, too. Jesus says, yeah. that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I sacrifice my life so that I may take it back. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I... I have the authority to lay it down and when I want to, and to also take it up again, for this is what my father has commanded. When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Of course they were, right? And that's the thing. Like sometimes, you know, especially as leaders, we make decisions or sometimes because of our positions, we need to make certain decisions. And it's like, oh man. Yes. But what if so-and-so gets upset or what if these group of people, they're not happy with it? Well, mm-hmm. Jesus dealt with that a lot, right? Yes. He's, he's speaking truth to them about who he is, who God is, and what life is like. And of course, they're divided, right? Yeah. So people will always be divided. And
0: that's why I love that line in the previous one. I'm trying to remember. I think it was in chapter eight when we talked about the fact that Jesus does. He says, I always do those things that please him, please mm-hmm. God. And to me, that's just such a great reminder that no, in the end, I will not be able to please everyone, right. but I need to just remember that I'm doing it for God. Right. And no. have a clear conscience before God. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. And, and so I actually think that point will we'll connect here with one of these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just finish the here. Um, some said... So we we'll are just talk about how they're divided in their opinions. Uh, verse 20, some said he's demon-possessed and out of his mind. Why <laughs> listen to a man like that? Verse 21, others said, this doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Mm-hmm. So again... They're not really sure. So, yeah. some quick observations.
0: But it's also interesting that at the end they go back to the blind man. Can yes. The, can you know? Can this kind? Can per, a person who's serving a demon open the eyes of the blind? Right. Going back to the story of the of um, the eyes being open and that really they need to see. And it's interesting because some maybe do see some sure. more parts of Jesus, and some clearly do not.
1: Sure. No, uh, excellent point. So, just real quick, some some observations. What I one of the things I really like, uh, starting in verse twelve here in this section, where a hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. Um, it's but And then it says, in, he will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. It's almost like the difference between me, right, like God, and you and my people is that there's ownership, right? There's a personal yep. connection. Um, going back to the caring thing that we were just mm-hmm. talking about, right? So, um, yeah, I love that part. Like, we belong to him. We are his.
0: Yeah. And it's the, that thought, I think we talked about this last time, that really we can know that we are his children, Right. because of that. right? Um, and I do, I, I think, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, but every time I journal, most of the time, all the way at the end, I always say, I belong to you. Mm. Just because I love the reminder that I belong to God. And because I belong to him, he takes care of me. He is that mm-hmm. good shepherd in my life.
1: Yeah. No, that's really good. And to me, it, it also connects with verse 14, where it says, I am the good shepherd for I know my own sheep and they know me. Um, just, mm-hmm. I didn't researched this recently but i have in the past i'm pretty sure the word here is gnosko right in greek which is that no. experiential mm-hmm. intimate knowledge right so mm-hmm. it's it's not like i know about just like i know about lebron james and the lakers and you know the president mm-hmm. like no there's an intimate personal experience yeah that's how we like that's the difference with this relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which i think is really yeah, that's special right. That
0: is awesome Every time people or somebody mentions that, you know, knowing God like that, I always think of yeah, it cannot just be informational knowledge right. because Satan knows God too. Absolutely, he knows, knows the scriptures. God.
1: God. Yeah, really, really well.
0: So there's definitely more to it than just um, just knowing knowing right. about God.
1: Right. It's 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 an experience, right? I think so. I, yeah. It's a daily walk. Yes. Um, so, and the only mm-hmm. other thing I was gonna just comment on, and then let's get to the questions yep. was um, I really love, and I think I. Pause for a moment, just because I think it's really insightful. Um, Verse 16 there, where uh, Jesus says, I have other sheep too. I think sometimes, especially within Christianity and our particular faith Mm. tribe, we, it's like, no, everyone needs to come here, right? Be a part of this denomination or this Particular tribe, and Jesus is like, "No, I have other sheep out there. Um, we need to go get them, um, mm-hmm. and I love how it says they will listen to my voice, so in other words, they don 't yet, but they will, but they there 's already a connection mm-hmm. right which I think yeah. is pretty cool uh, typically, I think uh, you know there 's a relationship with God and there 's connection and, and, and possession and all of those things once they 're in the fold, but mm-hmm. he 's like no they 're mine." And they don't really know me yet, but they will. Yeah. Well, and that's where it
0: goes back to the fact that these people are, the Holy Spirit is working on everyone. Yeah, yeah. And they are listening to the voice of God through the Holy Spirit who's working in their life. Right. And even they don't know enough, they will listen because the more truth and the more that God keeps showing them things, they are following it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. And so, yes, and there will be that one fold and one shepherd, which mm, is right. so cool. Yeah, yeah. And in the Greek, you have kind of a play on words with the one flock and the one shepherd so that you see that like there is that connection mm, with mm. just those, you know, just, just the words, which is so awesome. Yeah, because, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Sweet. And we may even be different. Right, we are all different. We all have different personalities, yes. um, but yet we are that one flock because we believe in that one shepherd and follow that one shepherd. That is
1: such a good point because I think a lot of times, especially, and we won't get into it now, but right, it's a very political climate, and a lot oftentimes we think, well, you need to be like me in mm-hmm. beliefs and stance exactly. and position or party or whatever, mm-hmm. and. That's not really a thing no. in this, right? But this unity,
0: is... the, that's the difference in the Bible. Unity is not uniformity. Yes. And oftentimes, that is what people make it to be. Yes, that it has to be uniformity, but that's not what it means. Right. In me. And yes, I believe that over time, as we keep following that shepherd more closely, we do start becoming more and more like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, I think sure. that does happen. But we are still going to be different. And there may be things that we see different. I mean, you even have scholars who have studied the Bible like their whole lives. Right. And then Daniel 11, they have different I- opinions, right? Absolutely. And nobody right. knows for sure at this point. There may right. be that light that will come right. that will show us exactly what it is. But even the book of, with the book of Revelation, we don't know, God doesn't tell us exactly how things will happen. Right. He says, this will happen. You right. know the trajectory, but right. not exactly how. Right. That we will, but we, I believe that we are going to know and see it as things start happening. Sure,
1: we'll recognize it. We will, yes. Right, because we know the shepherd and we recognize right. his voice. And I think that that speaks to it. And that's one of the things that I love about Christianity, among many others, is that Christianity doesn't say, know this, check these boxes, mm-hmm. and you're good. It's no, 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 it's not about the boxes, it's about just knowing him. Yes. Right? The answer is is. That's right. Is a no person one and a relationship, and you know, even, yeah. all relationships, like with your husband, Michael. Um, you know, yeah. all relationships. It's not like okay, I check these boxes and now we're good. No, it's an ongoing process, right? It's a daily walk, and, and the more we spend time with, the deeper it gets. Yeah. And I just think and the less we sense. do,
0: the more we are drifting apart.
1: Sure, right. So yeah, right. that's how it works. Okay, just, so yeah, you have some questions yeah, that I were just, emailed in or texted in or something. I was something. just
0: pulling them up. Yeah. Um, so the first one says, okay, what time is it? Too. I just want to make sure that we have time for especially those because they're okay. Um. Yeah. application questions. Um, not that these ones are on, but I don't think these will take as long. All right, so the first one says, what does it mean to you personally that Jesus is your shepherd? Mm. I think that's a great question. Um, and I kind of already talked about this, that I... You know, I say, I try to say every day, thank you, God, for being, you know, for the fact that I am yours and you are mine, mm-hmm. right? Because he is my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so belonging to him is super important mm-hmm. to me because mm-hmm. it also makes me feel special because I belong to the king of the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, and I think you talked about it in your sermon. No, I know you did. Um, the, the rod and the staff and the function mm-hmm. of those things. The shepherd loves and is there. There's one thing that to answer that question, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. say, um, and he has the rod and the staff because he's expecting the sheep to screw up, right? Like he's prepared. You're that gonna be true. an idiot. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna eat the wrong thing. You're gonna fall into this ditch. Don't worry, I got you. Yes, right? You have right. enemies who will like attack. That. Don't worry, I got you. And so to me, it's like, yeah, he knows. He knows. <laughs> He knows me better than we I know me, really, and I know me pretty well, and how bad I I can screw up. Yeah. And, but the point is, he's prepared for it. Yeah, right? that's an awesome point.
0: I love that. So yes, the fact that he's a good shepherd, to clearly to the both of us is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact and knowing his voice, and to me, this this passage also calls calls me to knowing his voice better, mm. which means that I have to spend more time with him. Uh, okay. The next one is why do the Pharisees try to stone Jesus if they don't understand his claim to be the good shepherd? Mm-hmm. So at the beginning in verse six, it says that Jesus uses this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. So at first they don't understand, but then he starts talking about the door of the sheep. And then he says that he's the good shepherd. I'm guessing, I'm just guessing just because of the fact that that the Hebrew Bible was so prevalent for them that Mm -hmm. they would have made the connection with Psalm 23 Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. being the shepherd. But it's not until he says in verse 30, I and my father are one, that they now react with wanting to stone him. And it just goes back to chapter 8 that we had talked about before where he starts talking about, he has a father who he's following. They have a father, and it is not God. It's
1: not go- right, right.
0: So they know that he's talking about the fact that he has that relationship with God, and he keeps claiming that he is God. Mm-hmm. And that's why they want and to And that's stop. their
1: issue. Like, you're yep. saying you're God, and that's blasphemous. Yes, so, exactly. Sure.
0: They can't stand it. All right, we're we going to the next one, unless you have any no, other no, comments. No, no, go ahead. Nope, okay. that's fine. Most of us know nothing about shepherding. If Jesus were telling the parable <laughs> today, yeah. how might he tell it? Um, and then I'm just going to, next part of this question is, the shepherd seems so tangible. How is Jesus tangible today?
1: It's mm-hmm.
0: a Great question. Okay. So, oh, so, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, okay, so, um,
1: so two quick things I think about is, um, so I've not been to Australia yet. Have you ever been to Australia? Yeah. Yet? Okay, I, I really want to go someday. I had an opportunity Except once. Except it has
0: like all the poisonous everything that yeah, you can right. think of. But it's it's a great place. Because <sighs> we were in the ocean, and you're thinking, okay, well, these po- poisonous jelly...
1: Oh, the jellies. The, oh.
0: What are they called?
1: I don't know, but this is really yes. interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's how they
0: float. Oh, they go like this. They, they're like this. Yes.
1: Um, clearly. What are they called? I oh, don't know. We should Google it.
0: Uh, anyways. Timmy anyways. and Alan, Google it But, yeah, right but quick. there are but, some yeah. that like if you touch them, you die on the spot. Oh, right? And you just. Okay, never mind. Don't I don't know. want to go to Australia.
1: <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> evil things. Wait, you so touch it you die on the that, spot? Yeah. Oh, that's.
0: That's awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm exaggerating probably with the spot, but you die. Like, yeah. Like, there's no...
1: Anything involving there's death nothing. is usually bad. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: okay, <laughs> well, anybody's... anyway, why are we talking about... Oh, <laughs> Australia. Right. So, one thing that...
1: But I have heard from people who have been there that apparently um, for their ranches and whatnot, like here in America, and I don't know about in the Czech Republic, although I've been to Europe, but I have not been to the Czech Republic, but in Australia, apparently they have, um, like for their cattle and their ranches, they don't have fences, Mm. Um, they just have a water source. And it's like, the reason you don't need a fence is because they're drawn to the water, right? They're never mm. going to venture away from the water. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so a good shepherd, it's like, okay, you don't need a fence. You don't need to have rules and all these, like, ridiculous boundaries. Just be close to me, and and you don't need to worry about that, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, that's the first thing I think of. The other thing I think of, um, and Ellen was helping me out a little bit ago, because it's an old movie. It kind of ages me. But um, the, the, have you ever seen the movie, I don't know, uh, We Are Soldiers by by Mel G- or with Mel Gibson? It's not by Mel gibson but he's in it i don't know maybe he directed it i don't remember but the thing i appreciate and remember about this movie mel gibson and i don't even know what's rated so don't judge me too hard um but there um there's a scene where he's talking he's like a platoon leader or captain of some sort i don't honestly remember it's been a minute but one of the men that he's leading um asked him a question because he's a soldier um but then he just had a baby and he asked him how i don't understand how to be a soldier a good soldier and a good father and his response is well being good at one will help you be good at the other and then Mm -hmm. he kind of went on through uh, by explaining that in through his actions and through there were it's the the whole context is the vietnam war and he was giving his his men a a pep talk before hitting the battlefield um Mm -hmm. but in it I clearly remember this scene where, he, like, the the camera has his boot hitting the field, you know, getting off the helicopter, and he tells his men, "Men will men will die. It's going to be terrible." But just know this, my boot will be the first one on the field and mine will be the last to leave because mm-hmm. we will all come home together. And it's like, that's a leader who's got my back, right? Who's going to go yeah. first into the battle. Um, and we all have battles. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's like for me, what is it? The Good Shepherd, what's it like now? Yeah. Every day we have battles. And it might be new for me, but it's not new for Jesus. Right? Mm, he's yeah. He's already there, and he's going to be, and he's going to finish it
0: for sure. I love that. I love the the fact that he goes before us. He goes into the fight, and that is exactly what the shepherd does.
1: Right, yeah. goes
0: in front. The other thing, and honestly, as I was thinking about this question. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Jesus would use today. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, and the more I think about it, I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, it's I guess I guess it's a good thing he lived at that time because that's like a perfect analogy. The shepherd. Um, But I was thinking about nurses and doctors who Mm. are willing to go out there, and they know that there is that possibility of them dying. Mm -hmm. Like even now during COVID, especially Mm. at the beginning, they Mm. didn't know what they could do, and many of them did get sick. Um, so there are nurses and doctors who are willing to just go out there anywhere in the world, and they know that there mm-hmm. is a possibility of them dying. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I think of that, you know, Jesus is because it says he's ready to give our, his life for us. And that is, that is the incredible thing about Jesus that right. he, he did. He's
1: willing to take the risk. Yes. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's good. All right. Let's go to the next ones because we only have a few minutes left.
1: Oh, these? Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, a couple quick ones, and then we should probably yeah wrap it up. Um, so this was emailed, uh, and I quote, In a world of chaos and noise... Oh, yeah, this is super good. Mm-hmm.
0: It, That's a great question. You
1: will know who you are, I'm pretty sure. In a world <laughs> of chaos and noise, how are we supposed to be able to hear God's voice and follow Him? Right, Just kind of like what we were talking about. It seems as if there are too many voices <laughs> calling for our attention. It's, uh. Yeah. Class, right? I mean, we we'll go on yeah. through the list, um, and it's extremely difficult to hear clearly. So, how do you get to the point where you can hear God's voice and know it's Him?
0: Yeah, that's such a great question, and there are many different aspects of it that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. If, um, and maybe we can at some point even come back to this. Sure. But what the first thing that came to my mind is that there's this misconception out there that I have to somehow be impressed by the voice of God right? and that the the heavens have to open
1: there's this big voice (laughs) yes
0: and that he just like speaks like that or even just you know somehow I I hear his voice and I should be able to recognize it with the thoughts that I have and and there are those times when that happens because we have that close walk with God when through our thoughts God will speak to us but i would say 99% of the time mm-hmm. it is that's not what happens mm-hmm. 99% of the time god speaks to us through his word mm-hmm. that's it that's the that's really it because if i have some kind of an impression of god saying something to me i have to check it Based on Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. because it may be completely wrong, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we have all heard people who say, "Well, okay, I saw this billboard sign, and I knew it was a voice from God that was (laughs) telling me that I need to go and move to Hawaii, right? You know,
1: and it's always Hawaii, right? It's (laughs) never, you know, Ohio, right?
0: Because yeah, or or Africa. I mean, (laughs) right? Like it's like you choose these places that you're like, oh, it's gonna be easy and and you know, paradise, right? Um, but I don't want to go somewhere that's that's tough. That's going to be not so easy to live at. Right. Um, so we we know that there are definitely people who just interpret different things as a voice from God, mm-hmm. and that is not true. Mm-hmm. And that is why that is why we we keep talking about the scriptures mm-hmm. that we constantly have to keep going to scriptures mm-hmm. and we have to know God through scriptures. That's mm-hmm. the only way. Mm-hmm. Because then I will know that, okay, if this thought comes to my mind, does it compare? Does it work with everything else that's mm-hmm. in
1: scripture? Or, yeah, with the, the, the meta narrative of scripture support, whatever yes. that thing is. Yeah, and to your point, and I want to. So this next week, I preach, and one of the things I. Am challenged with a lot, and I think I mentioned it is how sometimes we confuse God's love with Him conforming to our agenda, and and so kind of like to your point, uh, well, my agenda is this, and if this message or so and so said this or this commercial or whatever, it's like, oh, that means it's going to support my agenda. That's right. No, that's not really in here at all exactly um, so yeah, and exactly. i also I also think, so we need to be careful right and i I would hundred percent say we through the scriptures, um, but I also find too, or I shouldn't say, but, and um it seems like God. It, it, throughout the scriptures, speaks through everyday like scenes, mm-hmm. right? And, like Jesus is always referring to everyday scene, like the shepherd, this whole yes. shepherd illustration. That's just an yes. everyday normal thing for them, not really for us, but for them. Um, and so I do think through the regular rhythms of life, God is always speaking. I think yes. he speaks way more than I hear.
0: Or even nature, right? Sure, I mean, the right. verse is to talk about the fact that we can see who God is through nature. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's an incomplete picture, mm-hmm. but yes, there are things, and and there there is nothing wrong with just kind of sitting in, in quietness. I think that's important, right? We right. need that, but that's not where we are. Just like okay, somehow let's just be quiet. Let's let's get rid of all of our thoughts, and then maybe God will talk. Mm-hmm. Like that is not how it works. And there is this mm-hmm. this big misconception about meditation. Where meditation is is it's all it's talked about that you know you need to empty your mind mm. and so you empty your mind and then you know you can um, that's that's really the meditation but there's a big difference between that kind of meditation that's, that the society teaches and mm. biblical meditation because mm-hmm. the Bible says meditate. Mm-hmm. But it says sure. meditate on the Word of In God. Word, yeah. So instead of emptying my brain, I am filling it with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And that is how I hear God, mm-hmm. because I keep filling it with the Word of God. That's why I go over my verses sure. a lot, because mm-hmm. I need to hear from God, and that's how He speaks mm-hmm. most most of the time.
1: No, I, I I agree. I also think, too, real quick, that oftentimes it was like, okay, God, I need to—especially it, when it has to do with the future or making a decision or a choice— um, Where it's like, okay, show me the picture, right? Like, show me the plan, uh, right? Especially at like a pivotal place in life where there's there's some sort of next chapter, right? We talk about Mm -hmm. this a lot. Well, the next chapter of your life, but we want to see the chapter. But nowhere in scripture does it ever say, "I'm gonna show you the plan." Um, The language is always um, it's a daily thing. Follow me, right? Um, Give us, uh, oh. How can I uh, give us this day our daily bread right don't give it all to me now because yes. I can't handle it um, and even uh when God was giving them the manna in 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 uh, in the desert mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time thinking right now um, <laughs> but it, it specifically says that they had enough for that day and yes. everyone had their fill so it was a different amount right it's very personal but it's just enough for the day and I think this is such a an amazing grace, actually, because mm-hmm. if he gave us the plan, we'd be overwhelmed, or he would say, "No, that's stupid. There's no way I'm going to Kettering, Ohio, or whatever." Yeah. Um, but he just he guides us for enough for that moment. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's what we need to so keep true. in mind. Um, Maybe
0: we should leave that question for yeah, next time.
1: Yeah. I think the, there are some other it. good ones, but we're kind of out of time. Yeah. Uh, so we will come back Finish to that. There, so, yes. Anyway, thank you so much for joining, uh, Pastor Joe. Mm-hmm. We pray us out real quick. Yes, we'd love yeah. to.
0: Lord God, once again we come to you because we know that we need you. Give us a, a greater desire to spend time with you, a greater desire to, to read from scriptures, to apply it to our lives, and so that we can keep hearing your voice in um, whatever ways you want us to go, help us to to follow you. Thank you that you always want to lead us and that we belong to you. I put us all into your hands. I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes.